It's Monday. It's December 7th. And the word of the day is apophenia, which means the tendency to perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things. Used in a sentence, anthropogenic climate change is actually just a form of apophenia called data pareidolia. <laughs> I bet I could, I could bait a redneck into arguing against that if I left out the actual. Yeah, apophenia. <laughs> or as TV and movies know it, do enough tranks and you'll have chess magic. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. Queen's Gambit. Nice. I'm Heath Enright. <laughs> and broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, if only two people are alive, they technically have herd immunity. <laughs> well, they could. Uh, the CDC <laughs> will finally get around to that pandemic thing. And Rudy Giuliani farts like me in middle school making a fart noise. <laughs> right. Fakely. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight are my fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. So, before we get started, I just want to check our equipment really quick. Okay. Are uh, you guys sitting at a desk for a grown-up or for a very <laughs> small child? <laughs> well, so, so I went with normal-sized desk, but great big oversized chair. Ooh, <laughs> see, I went with normal chair, normal desk, tiny hamster-sized laptop. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. We nailed it. In our lead story tonight, uh, this episode is releasing on Pearl Harbor Day, that day that has lived in infamy for the last 79 years after America lost 2,403 lives in a devastating attack that kicked off our nation's involvement, or its official involvement anyway, in World War II. And as I'm sure every other news outlet in America is also pointing out today, we have lost at least as many every day of December to the time of this recording to COVID-19. The, the breathtaking death toll from that infamous national tragedy that still resonates nearly eight decades later is just a Wednesday now. Right? Like we, we have a whole month that will live in infamy. So weighted blankets are nice, right? That's like a nice thing. Cozy. Yeah, I, I mean, tuck right up in. It's like if Pearl Harbor happened and then FDR's speech had been like, yeah, yesterday seemed bad, but... The economy, keep the harbor open. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So in light of these shocking numbers and the even more shocking lack of shock, the Center for Disease Control sprung into action on Friday, finally decided to throw its full weight behind the most basic possible precaution <laughs> by urging universal mask use indoors for everybody anywhere except their homes. And this sometimes is new? in their homes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this marks the first time the CDC has issued such a directive. About one in every 1,200 Americans is already dead from this disease. And this is the first time the CDC has, like, gotten serious about the whole mask concept. This despite universal agreement that it's the single most important realistic step we can take towards mitigating the pandemic. And, of course, the CDC doesn't even have the power to do anything. They're just finally saying that the people who do have that power should use it. Okay, what buildings were people deeming to be the safe ones before <laughs> they heard this? Who is like, uh, Bodega... Know, is a bodega virusy? Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just getting fucking chips. I'm getting one chip. Right. Well, it's just, 
<laughs> yeah, the time has come for the CDC to roll up their sleeves and write America the strongly worded letter they didn't want to have to write. And we're dead. We're yep, all dead and your whole agency is useless. We're all yeah, dead. Yeah, well, when you're staffed by a fucking clown at the head of it. Yeah, well, and perhaps the saddest aspect of this belated declaration is the desperate way the media is selling it in hopes of getting through to the plague rat Trumpies out there. Right, like pretty much every story I saw about this said, yes, yes, it'll save thousands of lives, but wait, wait, you didn't let me finish. Don't yawn so loud yet. Goldman Sachs also estimated that a 15% increase in mask use could prevent the loss of a trillion dollars in economic activity. Goldman so you Sachs? can you yes, you can want to do this even if you do hate the idea of not killing people with your freedom. <laughs> if you want to listen to doctors, maybe the moral philosophers at Goldman Sachs can convince <laughs> you. Yes. This is not a good sign. That's the message right now? Okay. That's America uh, right now. America, if you wear a mask all week, you can choose anything you want from the prize box. There's, yeah, right. there's erasers that smell like <laughs> strawberries in here, guys. <laughs> They're shaped like little cats. Come on, guys. Please. Jesus Christ. Maybe if we put guns in the prize box, right? Like, we have to trade off one thing for the other. Guns are way worse know. at killing people than COVID is. I always eat the uh, strawberry race. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in addition to the mask updates, the CDC also updated recommendations urging Americans once again to cancel any holiday travel plans just like they didn't over Thanksgiving. Right, but but they did it in the manner of parents telling their kids to be good for the babysitter. Like, they knew they should say it, even if they might as well have just asked us all to divide by zero before they came back. <laughs> Hell, they even followed up the don't travel advisory with a, and when you ignore us and travel anyway, please quarantine for a week when you get back order, which, of course, was all wrapped up in a, and when you don't do that, please at least wear a goddamn mask that half of America will also ignore. Why? Is that why is the mask not a positive thing like most of us have shitty faces it seems like it'd be a pot i <laughs> want to punch most human beings in the face at all times when i see their face and you're thinking like but me though yeah you too yes you <laughs> you're obnoxious looking we're all obnoxious looking i want to punch every human face yeah almost everyone all the time if you're not obnoxious looking we put <sighs> you in movies that's how it works exactly and we can see your face elsewhere. And by the way, this is just a tiny little story, but it's an amazing illustration of just how bad it's gotten. I saw a story on Friday about the Air Force canceling Operation Christmas Drop. This is an annual humanitarian airlift operation where the U.S. drops food for impoverished Pacific Islanders. But this year, the good people of micro fucking Asked us to please not drop any of our diseased <laughs> shit anywhere near their really? fucking country. Right. Because, yeah, because thanks to our idiot man child of a president and his army of anti-maskers, the Micronesians don't want to wind up like America. OK. And here's what's crazy. Every single state is fucking this up. Right. I mean, yeah, yes. North yeah. Dakota might as well inject you with covid as you cross their state line. But like New York, right. New Jersey, California, the liberal liberal vein, they're all seeing huge increases as well. This is not a Trump problem. It is an America problem. And if you're wondering why it's an America problem, Outbreak, a crisis of faith is available on Amazon and the Kindle. Store. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. And while we're advertising anyway, we might as well take a quick break from our first sponsor this week, Policy Genius. 
Hey, Noah. Hey, Eli, what's up? Do you mind if I give you your Christmas present a little early this year? I mean, I, I don't mind, no. All right, here you go. I'm sorry, you got me a handshake for Christmas? <laughs> a hearty handshake. Oh, well, thanks, Eli, I, I guess. Yeah, sorry it's not more, you know, but the holidays... Be oh, a little yeah. tight on cash, you know. Right, no, especially this year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did you know kids need Christmas presents even before they know Christmas or presents or words? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're looking for a fast and easy way to put some money back in your pocket, why not reshop your home and auto insurance rates with Policy Genius? I don't know, Noah. Selling my plasma by mail seems kind of risky. What? No. No, Policy Genius combines a cutting-edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts to save their home and auto customers an average of $1,000 per year. Better yet, it's really simple to use. First, head to PolicyGenius.com and answer a few questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius does the rest. They'll compare rates from over 30 top insurers, from progressive to nationwide, to find the lowest quotes. Their licensed experts will look at all the ways to maximize your savings, including bundling your home and auto policies. If Policy Genius finds a better rate than what you're currently paying, they'll get you switched for free. Ooh, okay, but no kissing. You know, never mind. No. So if you're feeling the pitch during the holiday season, find out how much you could save on home and auto insurances at policygenius.com. They've saved their home and auto insurance customers an average of $1,000 a year by reshopping. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Eli, did you give it to him? Yes. How great is that handshake, right? Right, Noah? Oh, yeah, no, it's pretty great. It was good. It was good. So hearty. Hearty handshake. And we're back. Next up, in monkey vaccine, monkey do news. Thank you. Former Nailed Presidents it. Bush, wow. Obama, and Clinton have all volunteered <laughs> to get the COVID vaccine on television to prove that it's safe. In the latest piece of evidence that the American people treat life-saving, pandemic-ending medical care the way most toddlers treat green vegetables. Yeah, well, nobody's creating super packs about how broccoli causes autism. It would be great if Americans <laughs> treated vaccines like green vegetables. That'd be amazing. It would also be great if toddlers had super packs. But well, yeah. and either way, I'm definitely looking forward to watching George W. get a shot while the Surgeon General does the airplane noise with it. He's like... <laughs> Coming into the hangar. I, I mean, I'm glad that they're doing it, but I don't know what they think this is going to accomplish. Right? Because like the people who think the vaccine is a Bill Gates tracking device also think that the three of them are satanic pedophile lizard shape-shifting extraterrestrials from Bohemian yeah. Grove. <laughs> What, like those three people of all people might as well be Bill Gates out there going like I shoot myself with it's one. Weird, it's fine. There's a weird slice of that Venn diagram of the people who are like, oh, Bill Clinton got the vaccine. Well, I am convinced. Let me head down to the CVS. <laughs> yeah. So even with the excellent profiles, the approved and soon to be approved vaccines have. As every expert at every level has been explaining for almost an entire year, between 70 and 95% of the population need to be vaccinated to achieve herd immunity. And the latest polls show that around 58% of people surveyed are willing to get the shot. So, what? Yeah, just in case those vaccines yeah. aren't 
like voting for Donald Trump, the former presidents have volunteered to get it with a minimal amount of going nummy nummy vaccine. You sure you don't want some America? It's so yummy. Aboard a Dutch baby. You get to consume it so, so yummy. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Wait, what if we tell the Trump supporters it's bleach? <laughs> there you go. Everybody wins. Or we could just inject them with bleach. I we mean, they, we can tell them whatever we want. <laughs> we don't want to be liars. It's just photons, man. Relax. <laughs> we just got to do 30,000 of them for the test first, and then, then we can release. A last note here. I want to end on a positive note. I don't want to be too Pollyanna, but many experts believe that the vaccine willingness rate will actually increase by the time it's released to the general public. Optimistically, that's because many people have seen the help it gives to frontline healthcare workers and the elderly who are going to get it first. But pessimistically, probably people will be more willing to get the shot because a quarter million more people will be dead of the virus by then. So good motivator. Don't really care. Um, no. Yeah, right. Like if, if there's one thing I can say for sure about these people, it's that a quarter of a million deaths doesn't move yeah, the needle. For literally, them, so. in this case. All right. Yeah. But not all lessons need to be learned the hard way, which brings us to our next sponsor this week, The Great Courses <laughs> Plus. Hi, I'm No Illusions, here to talk to you about The Great Courses Plus. No matter what stage of life we're in, there's never been a better time to continue learning, and that's what The Great Courses Plus is all about. This streaming service has thousands of engaging lectures from top professors and experts. I love The Great Courses Plus because it's a chance to explore topics I'm curious about on my own time at my own pace. Like, in case the world doesn't terrify you enough, you can check out this amazing lecture series I'm listening to now, Utopia and Terror in the 20th Century, where award-winning professor Vyas Leilovicius takes us through all of the earnest efforts to create a better world in the 20th centuries and the way most of them ended in fiery disaster. But there's less depressing stuff to listen to as well. And the Great Courses Plus app makes it easy. Learn at any time, anywhere in the world. And just in time for the holidays, the Great Courses Plus now offers brand new gift subscriptions. There's something for everyone of The Great Courses Plus. Visit our special URL today, thegreatcoursesplus.com slash skepticred, and you can treat yourself to a free trial of access to the entire library. Don't wait. Sign up now at thegreatcoursesplus.com slash skepticred. And we're back. Next up in headlines, the Republican Party is failing at everything so badly right now. So and it's- badly. My favorite show. It's the best show. What about the Supreme Court? You might ask, shut the fuck up and let me have this. I need this right now. Shut up. (laughs) So one of the most delightful failures came from former South Carolina governor, former UN ambassador, and uh, future presidential hopeful Nikki Haley. As part of her plan to establish her cred as a dignified leader, She tried to pwn AOC on Twitter like a dignified (laughs) leader. It went very badly. And, of course, the biggest failure is just Donald Trump in general. He he can't buy a bucket right now. He literally (laughs) tried to buy a bucket for $3 million to pay for a recount in Wisconsin, (laughs) where it turns out he lost by even more than the original tally. Oh, I love it. Biden got his Donald bucket. Trump, the political equivalent of calling for an instant replay of that time you shat your pants on national television. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll start with the details about Nikki Haley, who looks like 
like an average person, actually, which really fucks up our whole thing. Unacceptable. Not no features I can focus in on. And this is especially unacceptable considering she's a front runner to win the GOP nomination in 2024 and possibly the second favorite to win the whole thing. Yeah, let her keep fucking picking Twitter fights with AOC and see how long that shit lasts. She looks like the first Sim from The Sims. Like, she's the Sim from which all other Sims are wrought. Right, the mother of Sims. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, quick diversion, because the top of that field I was talking about is kind of interesting, kind of scary. The favorite to be our next president is actually Kamala Harris, who has about double the chances of Joe Biden. And depending on the bookmaker... Biden is somewhere in the range of second to fifth. According to Odds Shark, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, and Andrew Yang are ahead of Joe Biden. Hmm. And of course, Trump is up there too on the latest charts after hinting at trying to pull a Grover Cleveland and running again in four years. So he bumped up a little bit. Oh, please run again. Please run again. Please run again. I feel like the fact that Biden has said emphatically that he has no intention of running again. Uh, factors into this and, and and you know that and the fact that it'll be the third oldest living human by then also <laughs> but like the fact that Andrew Yang is on that list means what? we have learned nothing from the Trump presidency what is yeah Yang gang for life ooh, ooh. okay Gonna give me a robot and some money. <laughs> that sounds great. Just <laughs> hang out with his Secretary of Defense, he, Joe Rogan. He's not. Uh, he's not explaining that stuff right. He's making the, some good stuff not look quite. Anyway, just just to round out that that odds ranking with some good news. The top ten also includes Michelle Obama, Stacey Abrams, and AOC. There we go. Okay, which brings us back to the best Twitter exchange I've seen in a long time. AOC tweeted that the government needs to pay Americans to stay the fuck home so we can minimize the disaster of a winter we're going to have. And that's when Nikki Haley said, AOC, are you suggesting you want to pay people to stay home from the money you take by defunding the police? Or was that for the student debts you wanted to pay off? The Green New Deal or Medicare for all? (laughs) And AOC responded, Nikki, I'm suggesting Republicans find the spine to stand up to their corporate donors and vote for the same measures they did in March, except without the Wall Street bailout this time. And, and then she added my favorite part. She says, I know you're confused about actual governance, but police budgets are municipal, not federal. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly embarrassing that this woman was a governor and still doesn't have a grasp on public investment. <laughs> Wonder if she thinks federal financing works like a piggy bank or a household, too. <laughs> oh, the last time a politician got a beating that bad, it was with a cane and then the Civil War started. <laughs> Why do they keep trying to fight her on Twitter? <laughs> That's her domain, you fucking idiot. You don't challenge Br'er Rabbit to a fight in the fucking briar patch. <laughs> okay, Noah, I'll debate you, but only if we have to get real high first. Okay. <laughs> the fuck? Topic is Atari trivia. I've got him now. I've got him now. <laughs> yeah, so that was a giant, super-duper big fail for Nikki Haley. That was fun. But to her credit... It cost her about $3 million less than Donald Trump's latest failure. He called for a recount in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, only in two counties, in, in Madison and Milwaukee, where he lost extra hard. And after Trump spent $3 million to make that happen, 
87 votes were gained by Joe Biden. There you go. You did it. (laughs) Trump spent $34,483 for each of 87 new votes against him. Nice. Which was only about 20,600 and 87 Trump votes away from still losing the election regardless. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They let this guy run casinos. He ran casinos of gambling. He was the house. And despite this wildly embarrassing episode, the Trump team tried again. The very next day after the minus 87, Trump's weepy attorney, Sidney Powell, filed a lawsuit in Wisconsin. But it had a plaintiff who said he's not involved when he heard about the suit. It mentioned a group called the Wisconsin Board of State Canvassers, which does not exist. Not a thing. (laughs) And they demanded 48 hours of security camera footage from the TCF Center. That's a building in Detroit, Michigan, Michigan, which is not in Wisconsin, (laughs) just for the record. Also, Your Honor, while we're at it, we move for Andrew Cuomo to text us back. I'm a lawyer for the president. Oh, my God. Well, you know, at least you didn't accidentally allege that the voter fraud was in Trump's favorite official court filings. (laughs) In in Wisconsin, I mean, in Georgia, she did that, but not in Wisconsin. Uh, This is all amazing, but here's the best part. I feel like they're going to keep trying stuff. Yeah. Like, based based on the pattern, we're going to get a press conference next week from a Buster Keaton set with Giuliani just hitting himself (laughs) in the face with two by fours on a bicycle somehow. (laughs) This is the best TV show ever made. It is the best TV show ever made. Sad to live through, but it's pretty Did you guys see the guy who lies about whether or not he invented email was one of the witnesses for Georgia, and the judge had to be like... (laughs) Uh, this guy says he invented email and he's a fucking nope. crazy person. No, he, not. <laughs> he says he invented email like six years after email was invented. Yeah, uh-huh. He doesn't even have his lie date. Correct. <laughs> and in Fidesz, some cock news tonight. Fantastic. Hungarian. Po- thank you. Hungarian politician <laughs> Josef Shire. I I'm almost certainly pronouncing that wrong. Uh, MEP and top member of Prime Minister Viktor Orban's virulently anti-LGBTQ Fidesz party abruptly quit over the weekend after he got arrested trying to flee a gay drug orgy. Uh, that's a gay orgy with drugs, not gay drugs. Uh, uh, after first, yeah, right, right. Uh, it's important. Heroin. He didn't understand the invitation. It's, it's okay. You got to give him <laughs> Right, right. Give him no, a exactly. Pass. No, it, it matters for the Alex Jones crossover list. He was going to protest uh, the gay drugs. So, <laughs> so after first trying to claim parliamentary immunity, which totally doesn't count in this instance, <laughs> he later apologized for, quote, a personal failing, end quote, uh, implied that he would never, ever gay again, and then resigned his position in the European Parliament. <laughs> and his statement calls the event a party. Just a party, completely bereft of adjectives, no adjectives, just just party. Just generic. To be clear, local journalists are calling it, quote, a party of legs in the air and, (laughs) quote, definitely a gangbang. Okay. I've got a hot take. I got nothing against gangbangs, consenting adults, all that. Sure. Sure. Why do people keep inviting closeted homophobic politicians to these things? Right, there right. are nice gay dudes. People, do you, do you need a twenty seventh that badly? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes you do, but just you know, well, spend so some time. D- to be clear, list. though, 
gay orgies are not illegal in Hungary, per se, though it's certainly career-ending if your job is anti-gay politician. Uh, but Shire was ultimately arrested for both drug possession and, in my favorite part of the story, for reasons I cannot fully explain to you or myself, violations of COVID-19 restrictions. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it all started when Brussels police responded to a noise complaint and possible lockdown violation. Uh, they arrived at the address and found 20 men, uh, some naked, all violating the shit out of the social distancing guidelines. <laughs> all of a sudden, my six-foot-long fuck toy idea doesn't seem so ridiculous, does it? <laughs> does it? Yeah, lots of people are having that conversation. Lots of people at <laughs> companies are like, all right. Well, yeah. I love that the gimp just got to go home, right? He's just right, Yeah, exactly. He's no, yeah. been in the box the whole time. Get so. the fuck out of here, all right. man. So, interesting note here. Uh, Shire was uh, found attempting to flee the scene with drugs in his backpack, which means that he had the foresight to duck out in time, but he was damned if he was going to flush perfectly good ecstasy over <laughs> it. And he claimed the ecstasy wasn't his. Yeah, <laughs> he's at one of those parties where people sneak drugs into your bag as a yeah. prank. Right. No, you're always finding drugs that weren't yours in your bag. Absolutely. I know. Um, and by the way, in one of history's greatest physical comedy teases, it says he was caught, quote, trying to shimmy down a drain pipe, end quote, <laughs> which implies, of course, that he failed to fully shimmy down said drain pipe. That means that either he <laughs> fell, hurt himself, and got caught rolling around underground inhaling through his teeth, or... <laughs> Absolutely what happened. Or, even better possibly, he got halfway down, freaked out, and then had to scream in fear until somebody could come get him with a cherry picker. <laughs> either way... I'm really pissed at the journalistic gatekeepers who decided trying to shimmy down a drain pipe with sufficient detail. Fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> we'll stop burying the lead. And in discredit where credit is due news, there are many things to look forward to about the Biden presidency. Lives and livelihoods of our trans service members no longer being in danger. Getting babies out of cages. You know, good stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But perhaps the best part for us here at The Skeptocrat is that we'll soon be able to write jokes about the presidential administration that are funnier than the thing that actually happened. <laughs> yes. We need to make America satirizable again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we are not there yet. And we received further proof of that fact this week, thanks to Melissa Carone, who appeared before a Michigan House panel on Wednesday <laughs> and managed to stink up the room in a way that made Rudy Giuliani's fart Blush in comparison. She out embarrassed a fart. <laughs> That's a real thing, right? She single-handedly knocked audible fart down to fourth on the list of the most embarrassingly <laughs> hilarious things that happened at that hearing. Okay, yeah. the look on the face of the woman next to Giuliani <laughs> on the second fart <laughs> is the top of that list, right? <laughs> Who tried, she tried she to, tried to ignore the first casually. one as best she could. Yeah, the second one she was just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Is this camera so many have speculated that Carone was intoxicated because because she was watch the yeah, fucking according video. to intoxication yeah. she, exactly. fucking Dionysus is in the back slow down honey <laughs> you're driving <laughs> yes bitch <laughs> so while she was being interviewed, she espoused several insane conspiracy theories and even accused the people interviewing her of being involved. 
For example, when Steve Johnson, a Republican Michigan state representative, said, quote, we're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes, she responded, quote, what did you guys do? Take it and do something crazy to it? And quote, Here's the thing, though, Ms. Carone. We definitely did something crazy to it. So just send us a check for $3 million and we will double check that for you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> However, that was by no means the craziest lie Ms. Carone told. She mentioned that because of her participation in questioning the vote, she hadn't been able to get a job and had to delete her social media. A fact which is disputed by the Facebook profile she has and had <laughs> while saying that. So- all right, well, luckily, we here at the Skeptic Right were able to corral an interview with Miss Carone herself. Wow. How did we manage that? Uh, actually, we found her wandering around the parking lot of a TGAF Fridays looking for yeah. her shoes. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Got it. All right, so, uh, Miss Carone, welcome to the show. Where are my fucking shoes? Well, like like I said in the parking lot, they are in your hand. Oh. The left, the left hand, yeah. So, uh, Miss Carone... You were deemed not credible by a Wayne County judge on November 13th. What do you think that was about? Thank you, Tucker. So first of all, first of all, I actually have a credit score, and it's almost 100. And that's almost a um, perfect score. No, no, no I, I don't and think that's, well, that's how You know what else? Okay. You know what else? What? No. Like, no. Right. What? Okay, so so Miss Crone, uh, it seems the crux of your testimony is that batches of votes were counted multiple times. Is that correct? Yes. N- no. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. We ended on yes. So okay. Uh, so, but that would have been reflected in the the poll books. The the poll books were not off by hundreds of votes. Well, not now because they did it back. I'm sorry. Who did what back? The juice. Okay. Uh, finally, I feel like this has been underreported, but you just got off probation for a, quote, computer crime, which was dropped from a first-degree obscenity charge. Uh, oh, my God. what happened there? Oh, my God. It was nothing. So, like, I can't send a cute, sexy picture to my boyfriend, to my boyfriend, from oh, a library, right. using a I library that... computer, and oh. there's, like... No That's... webcams, so technically I'm just pressing my butthole up against the CD-ROM drive, like, at story time, like, fucking grow up. Okay, that tracks. Uh, all right, well, Miss Miss Carone, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, my us. God, where the fuck are my shoes? They're in your hand. Oh, okay. Can I use your, can I throw up in your bathroom? No. Too late. She seemed nice. <laughs> and finally tonight. It's December, which means it's time for some beautiful traditions. The holiday spirit of generosity, persecuting Christian people with Jewish coffee cups, <laughs> and most importantly, the official gift guide from Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow. Get oh, excited. Yeah. That's Ooh. right. If the people you love most are in need of a vaginal steam kettle with laser beams, but they already have that from last year, don't worry. There's a brand new lineup for 2020. Let me start with a barrel of vaginal fungicide, perhaps. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, wait. Let me get the dartboard out. Um, I've got wooden, triangle, and toilet. What have you got? Holy for me, shit! What have you got? Wow. All right. So let's start with the solid mahogany pyramid commode. <laughs> That's real. 
Lots of people don't have any giant wooden triangles of drawers in their house. So that's fixed. This one's designed by a luminary furniture designer to the stars. One of her clients is almost President Kanye West. Mm, who won the election exactly as much as Donald Trump did. Interesting. Tied. They tied for not winning. Yep. And the pyramid shape creates a spatial vortex, thus energetically lifting the vibrations in any room. Apparently, it doesn't come with a bucket for shitting, but it's only $35,000. So fuck plenty left over for a classy receptacle if you want to shit in there. Yeah. 35,000. People are going to pay an opening arguments fundraiser for a pyramid toilet. We deserve to go extinct, people. (laughs) We do. We deserve it. (laughs) We do. And next up, we have some board games. So, you know when your friends, they break out the Ouija board after a dinner party, but it's just not sparkly enough? It's uh, quite quite mm-hmm. the faux pas. Happens yeah. to the best of us. Well, for only $1,995, you can get them the glitter-bombed acrylic Ouija board. And people who liked that gift also enjoyed the burnt agate checkers board for only $1,895. And if you're on a budget, they also enjoyed the four-in-a-row Wonderstone Marble game, which is not Connect Four, just for the record. It's four in a row. <laughs> that one's only $1,495. Okay. We live in a world where someone is worried about using the words Connect Four for this product, but not for charging $1,495 for That's it. That's correct. Yeah, it seems like the latter should be more illegal. <laughs> but I, look, being rich must be amazing, right? You get to have... Exactly the same shit as us, but stupidly. Yeah. I guess. I mean, what? In these cases, worse. All worse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, we have the plant wave. Get the fuck out of here with this. It's a great way to get your house plants to finally play some music for you. (laughs) The plant wave captures their subtle electric current, makes a graph, and translates that graph into musical commands. You just connect the sensors to any living thing, connect the device to your phone with Bluetooth, and listen to the best composer in the universe, your penis or vagina. Because that's obviously what everyone's going to do with that. That's getting connected to dicks and vaginas. That one's only $299. Oh. Well, you know, based on my late teens and early 20s when I... Mostly listen to my penis about everything. It's going to be Benny Hill music. It's, <laughs> I know. Hey, guys, I got Mongolian throat singing. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means something. And that brings us to the pamp shade. <laughs> so, you know how none of your lamps are made of bread? Yeah. That ends today. What? The pamp shade <laughs> is a lamp made of flour, salt, Yeast and LEDs. It's $210 for the pamp shade, but the most obnoxious aspect is the mangled fucking pun in the title. I'm not even sure what they're going for. It's disrespectful. Pamp shade? Okay. Keith, Noah, I know you guys can do better. Ten seconds on the clock. Better (laughs) names for the bread lampshade. Oh, uh... (laughs) Flower essence. Sure. Huh? Uh... Pandelabra, like pandelabra, <laughs> fantastic. That's yeah. fucking bad. Oh, oh, oh! Since Hanukkah is right around the corner, how about halogen bulbs? Fantastic. <laughs> See, I knew you could do it. 
Bread light, green light. Just take just a little <laughs> bit of effort. Come on. But honestly, like, come on. If you use flower essence, you deserve. I deserve a couple of bucks for that. That's, that's, pretty good. that's pretty good. All right. Next up, we have the watermelon purse. No. It's I, I, no. It's not a clever name about like an artistic theme to a purse. This is a leather bag for carrying exactly one watermelon. How much does it cost to solve this ubiquitous problem in our lives of carrying one watermelon awkwardly? Well, the handlessness of watermelon. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> That's right. The price is upon request only. What? It's market uh, it's, price. It depends on the season. Yeah. The market price of watermelon baggage is very volatile. So you can't just assume it's going to be the same price. It any depends given on what we year. catch. It's every day. <laughs> okay, but we know that the reason for that is that they're like, I mean, look, even we don't know how much you assholes will pay for this useless shit. Call us. We'll feel it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And rounding out our gift guide, we have some sexual items. You bet Ooh. your steamy laser vag we do. Yeah, get excited. That includes the sex journal for couples, <laughs> which is a notebook that is racist against single people who want to take notes on their masturbating. $35 for that one. We also have the post-structuralist vulva coloring book, which honestly, I think this is a great idea. I love this one. They described it as a great way to demystify the female genitalia. So good stuff. And the front cover has a, a vulva superimposed on George Washington's face from the $1 bill. I'm a big fan of this one. Twenty-one dollars, okay. good okay. deal. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, so I already go. have one. Don't don't do that. <laughs> so there's also a candle with the title "Smells Like My Afterbirth." I, That's that fun. That is a sexual item for Heath. Okay. That's okay. sexual for every. What solid follow-up though? Regardless of what you think about that, solid follow-up to the "Smells Like My Vagina" candle from last oh, sure. year. Yeah, and uh, the candle line also comes in. Dirty gingerbread flavor oh. and smells like my orgasm flavor. Those are $114 a candle. Okay. Wow. Uh wanna call it now. Smells like my abortion 2021. <laughs> and last but not least, one more thing, a $75 butt plug, which is sold out. Everybody always orders the cheapest thing on the menu. <laughs> okay, so it's pretty much impossible to tell if these things are actually real without going to the site. They they are those. But I did decide to make a little game out of this, like a balderdash type thing. One of the items I mentioned just now is not real. <gasps> 1,000 Heath points if you guys can guess which one I made up. Oh, um, okay. If it's not watermelon bag, I quit the human race, so I'm going to go with watermelon <laughs> bag. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you're going to quit the human race. We know that. Like, there's one on here that would... Anyway, um, I would be most comforted to learn that dirty gingerbread is not a real candle scent. <laughs> both good guesses, but both incorrect. No! There is really a watermelon purse and a dirty gingerbread flavored sex candle. Smells like my afterbirth was made up, though. That one is uh, not. The other, the oh, other candles okay, you were just, real. You just snuck that in so that it could be sexualized. You felt like afterbirth was it under-sexualized. Was, it was a uh, marketing suggestion. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to close it out. Flower Thanks. essence, guys. It's like fluorescence, <laughs> but it's flower and it's essence. They love essence there. 
All right. Well, thanks to No Illusions, especially for that amazing title that he just gave them. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Kay, Scott, Brendan, James, Martin, Grant, Adrian, Kevin, BJ, Pause, Abby, Melanie, Jeremy, Holly, John M. with no H, Tom, Zero, the Reeser family, Julia, and other John M. with an H whose dicks and vaginas are beautiful, but they also have kind eyes. I like their kind eyes. I want to touch the light, the heat I see in your kind eyes. In your eyes! (laughs) You got it. Thank you. Without a noise, without my pride. (laughs) I reach out from the inside. I'm outside of the window. I'm doing the John Cusack thing. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed, available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Zlonick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. Watermelon bag. I don't know, Noah. Selling my plasma by mail seemed kind of risky. What? No. No, policy can just come... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Turn it into an MP3, Eli, put it on YouTube. Look at my face. <laughs> look at my face. Are you looking? I'm looking. <laughs> I searched you on Facebook just so I could look at your face. <laughs> Lean in a little bit. I have a book for that. I'm leaning. Stabbed you in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) That's on me. What'd you learn? (laughs) The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.